Romania. Thank you for joining us today. And we are excited to have you here as always. And we're so thankful for all of our listeners. I am Tanya. And I'm Michael. And today, you know, I just want to get into a topic about parenting and having a missing parent um, growing up. And I've been thinking a lot about this. It's it's kind of sparked up because had some great conversations with some ladies in a Bible study and just kind of looking through some of the histories that we all carry. And a lot of us carry missing parent. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a parent that is gone. Maybe he's emotionally gone. Like he's in the home. He or she, I want to be like specific here. It could be a mother or father, but just one that is either emotionally not there or actually you feel abandoned. And I just want to get into a couple things, just thinking about my upbringing and my father not being around. I do believe that it leaves such a deep, empty hole in the heart, especially growing up and into adulthood. And especially if you're not, if you're not in the faith, it definitely leaves a gaping hole that you're constantly searching for, you know, your worth and all of these things. But we know that when we come to Christ, we know that we have an eternal father, but still, I just want to talk a little bit about parents and missing parents with you, my dear husband. And let's talk about just, you've experienced my heart, you know, as we've been married and knowing my story regarding my father not being around. But I think that this definitely is a topic that is important to talk about, to know that our hearts are wounded and one of my favorite things I love to say is that our hearts are like a highway, those veins that we have and they feed the depthness of our souls. And I just think about how the word transforms us and, and brings us into a new creation, but there's still like that emptiness of not having a father, an actual physical father in your life and being there and helping you and just giving you that security and just seeing you with our daughter has just been a tremendous blessing to break any previous chains that were in the past with my family. It just kind of conjured up in, in my mind what C.S. Lewis and other theologians have talked about having a God-shaped hole in our heart that mm. only God can fill, that we have a need for our heavenly father and only mm. he can fill that. Yet throughout time, man has filled that hole with idols. Mm. And whether it be ones you actually physically construct or just in modern times, what you put before God, the idol of work or other things, uh, hobbies and things that you just put before God and put God on a back burner and God is not there. We fill that God-shaped hole with something. But what you don't hear too many people talk about is the fact that we also have a 
family-shaped hole mm-hmm. in our hearts that God has given us that only family can fill. We have a spouse-shaped hole in our hearts and a child-shaped hole in our hearts and a parent-shaped hole in our hearts. God gave us needs for each other, not just for him. And yes, God can fill all our needs and out of the abundance of those needs that he, that he fulfills us with, then we can satisfy other people's needs. But And he can be all sufficient for times where we are lonely and don't have parents and and such, and we could just devote more time to him. But for the most part, you know, God does not intend to fill those family-shaped holes. He intends for a father to fill that. He intends for a spouse to fill that, a parent to fill that the family shaped hole. And if we don't fill it, it goes empty. You know, I'm the only father my daughter has. Mm -hmm. And if I am not there physically or I'm there physically, but not there engaged in her life, she, she goes wanting. And just from all the, the testimonies of people that have grown up without a parent or without an engaged parent in their life that was just distant and absent from them, what what kind of effect that has on them, it just goes to show how much of a, a need that we have for each other and what God intended for us to have that need, but he also intended us to fulfill that when we take on that role, when I take on that fatherly role, I need to be that father that is there and engaged. When I become married, I need to be that husband that God calls me to be, to to love my wife with all my heart as Jesus loved the church and gave his life mm-hmm. for as God commands us to do in Ephesians. Yeah, I think that's really good. And one of the things that I was thinking about as you were talking is the the perfect design that God made, right? He created man and woman to come together and then that children offspring would come from that. And it wasn't to be separated or to have divorce. It impacts children. And it's so important for parents to truly see. Now, I'm not saying, you know, if you have uh, some marital issues, you know, we're not, we're not counselors here, but speaking from experience of, of my father not being part of my life. It left a hole in my heart. It left an emptiness of a sadness, a, something that I just, I didn't understand. Cause you think about uh, a father being that guardian, that protector, the little girl, like making sure that you're not dating the wrong guy or doing anything that would harm the little girl. And as they grow up, the father always still looks to that. And growing up without that, it's almost like there's just so much missing in the family. And the mother, in my experience, the mother cannot take that role. She cannot be both father and mother. And that puts on additional stress from the mother on the mother. And the mother is trying to support and then the mother is not, she's absent emotionally. So now you've got parents who are not there. And I believe like it's so impactful emotionally that you desire to have that parent. But when you come to Christ, I know there's a lot of forgiveness. There's a lot of work that needs to happen. It doesn't happen overnight, but 
just the forgiveness and knowing that the Lord fills that emptiness of, okay, I don't have like an earthly father that was there for me in every uh, moment of my life or experiences or, or those highs and those lows of life, but you have a heavenly father. And I think just in this conversation, I wanted to kind of talk about that because we can get in a rut and depending on what parent is missing in our life, we can make really bad choices and ruin our lives. I mean, sin ruins our lives, but knowing that we can't hold on to those sins of our parents, like we still have to honor them. And the Bible says that we are to honor our mother and our father. And that has been one thing that has been difficult for me, but just seeking the Lord in that because you want to honor your father. You want to honor your mother, even though you may not know your father or maybe a listener is here saying, well, that was my mom. You know, maybe you didn't have a mom or maybe your mom or dad passed away when you were little. So you, you had that emptiness and it's definitely something that we don't talk too much about, but I know that at the beginning of our marriage, I wanted to reconcile these things with my father and ask for forgiveness. And somehow growing up and being an older woman and your father not being there, there's really not that much to really relate to because you don't really know each other. But it's like only Christ can help us give give us that humility to say, you know, I forgive you. I think you've seen it in our experiences that Father's Day is like one of the hardest days for me, even today, like it it just stirs up emotions. And it, as well with my mom, there's a couple things there and, and we're kind of doing a little bit of a testimony here. But even with my mother having dementia, those, you know, my mom's not there either. So what I guess basically it's important for, for us to really see God's design and his design for marriage and his design to have a, a mother and a father and a leader of the home. And when that's broken, it breaks everything. It's not just about the husband and the wife. Now you're talking about the souls of the children and they grow up. And then you've got chains here of divorce and things like that. And so we want to be followers of Christ that take those chains and break them and never carry them into our current marriages. And so I'm just thankful for you, Michael, for being that father for our daughter. Those things that I did not experience and I get to see how like what it's like to to see a father and a daughter climb trees and and have like a deep bond with with each other. But I just it's just such a beautiful picture of how God loves us through the father to his child and just talking and nurturing and protecting and guarding. And you just see that beautiful picture. And I can't speak to it and experience from a mother's standpoint, maybe in a different podcast, we could talk about, you know, the situation with my mom and her illness. Just this instance, seeing you two together is just, is a beautiful picture. It kind of, it just warms my heart to see that. A, a single parent can still compensate for the loss of 
the other spouse. There are plenty of single mothers that that raise great, well-adjusted children. And of course, our relationship with the Lord can be all sufficient as we just pour into that relationship. God can fill us with so much love that is overflowing and can fill any gaps that we have in in our lives. So we're not speaking against that in any way, but we see God's design in family when we see how the wife is a picture of the church the body of Christ and the husband is a picture of Jesus as the head of the church. And in that way, we reflect God's character and give a a 3d full picture of God's kingdom for our children. And it's just a beautiful picture. And when one of those parents is, is not there and is not fulfilling his role, it, it can sometimes skew a child's view of God. If, that child has a negative view of their father, it can sometimes lend to a negative view of their heavenly father and his character because we have that disoriented kind of reflection of who God is. And so we're just kind of focusing on on that today and, and the importance of of fatherhood and, and motherhood. I know I had two very loving parents and mm. I am very grateful for that, but no parents are perfect. And, you know, as I look back, I know my dad worked very hard as a pastor and he would work, you know, hundred hour weeks. And we saw how much he carved out time to be with us at, at dinners and for all of our special events. So we felt special, but, you know, that was how I viewed fatherhood. And it was kind of interesting to to get married. And I'm like, OK, well, I just need to make sure I carve out time that I carve out dinners and and carve out those special events. And the rest of that is my time to just kind of go out and accomplish things and work hard. And for for many that especially have a need for quality time and being there working just so much can leave quite a a gap in a person's life and a need for a father that's just not there as much as someone would like. And sometimes that can be a a bit disappointed to say the least, if not hurtful, that that parent is not, not there more to spend more time because quality time requires also time. A quality five minutes a day is probably not going to be sufficient. And every family member is going to have a different amount of time that they feel is required and needed. And we have to be in tune to that and make sure that the needs of our family are being met with our presence. Yeah, that's really good. And that really puts a lot of great perspective because we come from two different backgrounds, right? I come from a background where my parents are not believers of Jesus Christ. They're not followers. And you come from a background where you have followers as parents who love Jesus and have that desire to be really close to the family. And so it's just, it's really neat and wanted to kind of bring this topic up to talk about that because there's probably a lot of hurting children or hurting adults that may experience that, like maybe that once a year, kind of like for some reason, once a year, it kind of hits me. It's like the attack from the enemy, like, aha, you, you don't have a dad. (laughs) Again, 
you you're you begin to think about that and you, you get sad and then you're like wait a minute i do have a father and he is a heavenly father though my earthly father may have not been there he's not perfect i still must respect him and i think that my whole message that i want to convey is yes there is an emptiness when there's a father or a mother missing in our lives. But we know that that restoration can be done with our heavenly father, God almighty, but we are still called to respect our parents. We're still called to respect the father that left us many years ago, or the mother that left us years ago, or maybe tragically the mother or the father passed away or whatever the circumstances, we're still called to honor. We're not called to degrade or belittle our parents. They are still our parents. And God is very clear, honor your father and your mother for this brings a promise to you, a long life. And I know that one of my friends, a really, really close friend and I were talking about this probably last year and how we're still called to honor no matter what. And so I share a little bit of this story just to kind of talk about how the importance of a parent, God's design, the importance that we also need to recognize that we do have an enemy And he wants us to get ourselves into our own thinking, thinking about ourselves, but also, or thinking about the bad things that happened to us. But no, we, we must become overcomers and renew our minds on a daily basis and know that God is our heavenly father. God has provided and will provide whether we don't have an earthly parent here on earth anymore, or whether they just abandoned us, or whether whatever the circumstances are, that we are to rely on the Lord, and He will fulfill those empty spaces in our hearts, because He is God, and He truly wants the best for His children. And so I just want to encourage those that are listening, and hopefully we can get more into some of the testimonies here in later podcasts, but just knowing that God made you for this purpose to glorify him and to use your story to share with someone else that may be going through a similar situation, a missing parent or, you know, abusive parent, whatever it may be, that you use your story because you've been transformed and that God renews us and restores us and makes us new. It doesn't mean it's going to be perfect. And it doesn't mean that we're going to be like, oh, okay, God is in in place there. And now I don't miss my earthly father. Yes. I think those things are still true because we're humans and our emotions are, are there. God gave us those emotions. So we, we have to recognize, yes, we may miss to have that father, that earthly father, but We have a heavenly father and we cling to his word and we know that we are made in his image, that we 
are transformed, that we are renewed, and that we endure even through our experiences because it's life-changing. It it gives a better testimony of the transformation of Christ in us. And so I just wanted to share, and hopefully that was encouraging to you. I thank you so much for listening today just to talk about a parent, a missing parent, and knowing and trusting that God has us. He has us written on the palm of our hands, it says in Isaiah. And that is an amazing thing that God cares so much about us that he hasn't forgotten about us and he hasn't forgotten about you. So until next time, we will continue um, in different testimonies and just kind of talking about our experiences. But until next time, God bless.